wind time. <laughs> I am Phil Marion, and this is Raps Rant, hosted by myself, Megan Smith, and Blair Johnson. The show is all things Raptors in the NBA. We cover current stats, news, and feature exciting guest speakers. But not today, because it's another playoff edition. I'm kind of uh, a little disappointed. I don't have anything to be truly yeah. angry about. For once, the boys didn't suck lemons when they were. I've got a few lemons. points. Yeah, one but or two. Not much. They've been great. They had the bounce back that we hoped for. Yes, and in particular, Kyle Lowry. I'll give him hey. his props. You know what? My brother said this to me on the weekend. He was like, "I love that you held strong against all the Lowry hate." He, he is an emotional mag or maniac, but he's a gamer. And uh, you might live and die with his emotions, but contrast that with someone who's too passive and fumbles the ball in the playoffs. Looking at you, Serge. Yeah. <laughs> Who, well, by the way, makes 70% of Lowry's salary. Uh, sure. No, I think Serge has actually played pretty well the past couple of games, though. It's, it, there was an injury. He's, really, he's yeah. really taken on to the bench role, which I am happy about. There was an interview with him a few days ago where he was saying, you know, it's been tough. Like going from a starter, he started what seventy five percent of the season, to go from that to. No, no exactly. I would be he's a little. He's handled it like a professional, and he's, he's handled, handled it well. well. And yeah, I'm impressed. It makes sense. Yeah, last night was a great game. La- last night had to be one of it was one of those games that brings me back to believing. Yeah. Um, it put the league on notice. It sure. was it was just a really well executed game all around for every single player, yeah. aside from Jody Meeks who was out there for two minutes. Um, yeah. Everything, everything else, every hey, other person was great, and even Van Vliet is not hitting shots right now. I don't oh. care. Like he's just part of this. Like, everyone just yeah. did a role last night. They played well. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, yeah. Siakam, my God, unreal. He his stock in the NBA has risen drastically already he's at number two he's a number yeah. and that's why you're seeing like a, as much as Kyle Lowry had his good point performance in game two game yeah. three and four have not been stellar shooting performances from Kyle I think he's played really well from the perspective of moving um, or having the offense execute sure he had the hustle play in game three to grab oh, that, that rebound beautiful which was well you know it's just like if you're not going to be hitting shots or not the one who's going to be taking yeah. a lot of shots those are the things you need to do now you know Blair and I always argue like you don't need to get points for hustle that's yeah. what you should be doing well, but I will give it to him on that because it was a big moment of the game and he came through with something so he, he fires up the team's engine he really does he's their motor and no, that's, that's always been there. T- did you see that play last night? The off dribble pounce pass to Siakam. That was oh, the third. It, that it, was just I actually like screamed out loud. It was amazing. <laughs> it was uh, everything was great about the game. Great transition, yeah. fast break. Kawhi is just an absolute. Jalen Rose put it the best um, when you're talking about Kawhi Leonard. He was like, you know, growing up, I've played every single video game imaginable. Yeah, I saw And he that. goes, I don't. He goes, it, Kawhi Leonard reminds me of when you play the computer. Because <laughs> there's no wasted dribbles. Yeah. There is nothing wasted about his game. It's so efficient. Sure, so you know, efficient. guys that do like eight dribbles here and there to get it somewhere, he's going to do it in four. He doesn't even have an arc on his shot. Like, it's so flat. It's crazy. Can you imagine Siakam and Leonard in NBA Jam? <laughs> they would be unstoppable. Like those things with the elbows where you do the elbows when guys come near you. <laughs> oh, the hands on Leonard and the blocks from Siakam. Hi, everyone. Blair is here. I am... <laughs> quiet today because uh 
if you follow me on social, you know that I quit the Leafs yesterday. <laughs> uh, probably for at least, I mean, for sure this year, because um, they only have one more game to play before they're out. Um, so it's it's hard for me to um, to sort of channel my happiness into the Raptors because I am quite happy about their performance over the last yeah. three days, and that's hard to get out of me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard just makes me straight up giddy. Like last night was an absolute masterclass, and he has not been getting to the line at all, oh, no, um, and compared to you know his equals. And last night, he just imposed himself physically and gave the referees no option but to send him to the line. I thought it was beautiful. It's so so funny watching him uh, because I keep waiting to not believe in him, but he's just so solid. It's just, it's like, it's, I mean, he was sick a couple days ago and even then it was like, fine, he has an off game. He's allowed to have an off game. This isn't, uh, again, this is that we're we're used to the DeRozans and and Lowry's where you know, the, the good games are few and far between, but they happen and then people get all excited. With Leonard, but it's the opposite. He's getting double and he's still getting whatever he wants. It's incredible. He's, uh, I don't know. I just think peak defensive Kawhi was on display last night and that is crazy. We do still have to be careful. I mean, I think all the things that we were concerned about during the regular season, as far as ball movement stopping and relying too much on one player, they can still come back and, and, and we don't want that to be the case. You know, obviously right. the teams that win... Michael Jordan obviously is Michael Jordan. He didn't average 70 points in the playoffs. I mean, they're team games. You have to keep moving the basketball. And and I think you guys are going to talk a little bit about it, but that's where, you know, where we'll differ on, you know, Kyle Lowry scored zero points and we all harped on him. Gasol had two points yesterday, right. but we're not going to harp on him well, because of some of the things he does, which are really, really cool. I think Gasol, he's the elder statesman on the team. Um, you know, his and Lowry's contributions don't necessarily show up on the back score or box score, but they're noticed. And Gasol shut down Orlando's primary squirter, Fuchivec, once again. He's, been he's made him look really yes. uncomfortable. He has. And he's going to have nightmares about Gasol throughout the summer. He was also prominent in a lot of beautiful passing sequences. And I just think that, um, I mean, credit to the Magic. They have been good and active defensively. But the Raps can pretty much, like, you know, put Mark Gasol at the elbow and everyone else runs around until someone gets open and then bucket. So it's, yeah, he's, I'm so impressed with him so far in this series. And 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 look at Joel Embiid. Like, we got him basically to shut down Embiid, so. Yeah, yes. Sure. <laughs> I think I, I don't think anyone's going to completely stop him. But no, no, I don't think we got him to shut down and be though. He's a huge I mean, body around him. Yes. He's going to make life tough for him. Yes, I just like the fact that if you ever have a stagnant point in the offense, right. you can literally just put him at the high post, totally, and just give him the ball, and totally. he'll create some sort of creative. He'll have some creative pass. Yeah. To get somebody open. Yeah. There's always somebody who's... Like we mentioned, I mean, number one, since he joined the Raptors, number one in three-point field goal percentage in the NBA and highest plus uh, point differential in the NBA. You know what? The other thing that's really impressed me is Danny Green. Like, yesterday his shot wasn't falling, but he just does so many beautiful things defensively. Yeah, Uh, that's why it was a full team. No matter if someone wasn't making a shot last night, it was very good. Sorry I interrupted you. No. (laughs) You bastard. The effort is always there, and he's completely erased DJ Augustine from this series. And um, he's a, he's a big nuisance for Vucevic because he's doubling him a lot too. Yep. So Fred Van Fleet's been a bit of a disappointment. 
He's yeah, it's de- okay he's though. Definitely the biggest concern. He can so get far. the well. He'll he'll get it. He'll get it back. See, see, Van Vliet could have a string of bad games, and you're not going to care that much because he's not yeah. in the position for being the guy to carry the team. Right. Well, I think the length. That's why Kyle Lowry I freak out when you get those zero point games because right. they're so unaccept- unacceptable. True. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, and and hearing the Kyle Lowry supporters come out and be like, "You see, you see, look at him yeah. game two. You see, it's like, no, I'm oh. sorry, but." We need to treat him with a little like psychology 101 and negative reinforcement yeah. and just take away the negative uh, <laughs> negative stuff we say about him. Just com- go just is- go out and literally just be like, look, I would just look at it. If, honestly, after game two, when he came out, if he looked over me for support of, of, of being like, hey, did I have a good game? I wouldn't say anything. I just look at him and just look the other way. This is comical coming from you that we need to support. <laughs> support negative reinforcement. Don't praise him. What, he's going to get cocky again and have a zero point game. You're down You're down deep, a Philly fan. Did no. you see they did a Ben Simmons wanted poster after game one or two? Down. The only thing I like about Philly is that they did. They, they do not accept those type of performances. Bryce Harper was yeah. booed his third at bat Did you see Twitter game one. after Kyle Lowry got zero? Like, I would say we don't stand for it either. But anyway, we could go on all day about this. I don't want to segue into Lowry hate. But I think it's pretty funny that Megan was the first to bring up something negative today. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? I was like sitting on the side. I was like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> I have to say this. Again, I'm not going ba- like to bash on Lowry today. I think one of the big differences between Lowry and Van Vliet, obviously, we rely upon Lowry a lot more, but Van Vliet does play within himself. So if he's having a bad game, you know, he'll, he'll ease up on shooting. You're never going to see him go like, Oh, for 15. He, you know, last he'll go two for six and that's about it. And he'll stop shooting. And let's keep in mind that one of those shots, uh, I don't know if they counted it as a shot, probably not for the three second was the Nick nurse meme uh, <laughs> play. So that was pretty funny, but, that was so good. Um, but I, you know, I think again, what Phil's saying here and, you know, not to get, too far ahead of ourselves here but one thing I want to make sure that you know and and I'm sort of admitting here is that Orlando was a very very respectable basketball team after the all-star break they were very good yeah and we lost game one game two we really controlled the game even though it ended up being somewhat close I thought we got a little bit uh, sorry in game three we got a little bit lazy at the end but yeah but we've wiped the floor with them two games like like decimated them in the way that the Raptors have never done in the past, right. ever, ever, well, they're, ever. They're embarrassing them. The, the, and we're talking about when we used to, when we won our playoff series in the past. They were the games weren't like this. This is you know these are thirty point wins. We've had two of them now, yeah. um, and you start to see this is what dominant teams do. And I and I hope that they're looking over and watching Milwaukee what they're doing and saying it's not good enough to just win. We have to start imposing our will and we have yeah. to start really. You know, again, you said putting the league on watch, but it's putting themselves on watch. It's it's yeah. it's a it's a you have to flip your mentality to dominance and crushing every single night because every possession is going to matter when you play against these really good teams. And you know, you're going to go on runs and things like that, but but ultimately, the most consistent teams and the ones that finish the strongest are going to win. And uh, and I really, you know, again, I've been I've been very very impressed with with what we've seen the last couple of games. I think the biggest thing last night was that they didn't just take a three to one commanding lead over the magic. They literally demoralized them. And historically the Raptors have always lacked this sort of ruthlessness about them. And it just proved last night that this is a different team well, they, and they've never taken a three, one lead. I was just going to say that. Yeah. This is the first time the Raptors teams in the past would have buckled in this game. Yeah, it's true. And Orlando made two hard pushes last night, and Toronto just had an equal response every time. Well, look at the last three games. So the, yeah. you look at the last three games, the Magic 
have only scored 90 over 90 points once, 93. In the other two games, they were under 90. Yeah. No, That's spectacular. Really yeah. And the bench that, was fantastic last night, too. And Kawhi Leonard was a closer, which is sort of what we've been waiting for. That, that's, so. Everything about last night's yeah, game is what beautiful. I want to see going forward. Absolutely. That's, that's, uh, that's all there is to it. I agree. And it was a balanced effort, too. Like Leonard, like I said before, finally got a fair whistle. Um, you know, he was manhandled pretty much for the most part of the first three games. And it went the other way last night. And he was getting sort of James Harden level calls. And yeah, I every that was a ben, was like good. that was the standard. So we have the next play. Well, here on Blair wants to. No, I just was going through the box score here. And, and one of the things, too, that I that used to drive me nuts, the Raptors were serial, a serial team that just got dominated on the boards. And that, I don't know, you know, part of that is matchups and part of it is your intensity and whatnot. And it's neat seeing games where your leading rebounder is nine rebounds, eight rebounds. Like yeah. no one's even getting into double digit rebounds against them. Yeah. And to me, again, it's partly, that's partly hustle. And it's, it's partly obviously, you know, some of the people that we have on the floor now. And I think that's a big reason why you see the point totals down, you know, less offensive rebounds, less second chance points. Yeah, it's um, balanced. It was beautiful. It is. It's, it's, it's been great. And, and, uh, well, I think two players too, that particularly stood out to me were Powell, who is honestly famously inconsistent. Playoff Powell. Playoff Powell is back. He was determined to get to the rim. His power drives, um, bailed out at least a handful of possessions with the second unit. And, he showed patience, which I thought well, this was patience and decisive. He was very yeah. decisive. There's a, usually he embarrassed I'm, Terrence Ross last night oh on that drive God. and just the, the, the. And you know what? I was ripping the pivot. Oh, yeah, I was, beautiful. I was ripping um, Fred Van Fleet, but he spent more time on Terrence Ross than anyone in this series. And Terrence so Ross was terrible last yeah, night. He's been. Not, I mean, he's you know caught a few hands. Terrence, Terrence Ross but, sucks. I'm so glad he's not yeah. a Raptor. And but. A, <laughs> Abaka was great too. He stepped up with his energy, his tenacity. He's not getting his usual mid-range shots, but I think a lot. Did you see his block yeah, on Gordon? Yeah, Abaka. <laughs> that was I. I couldn't believe it. At first, I thought Gordon like got rejected by the rim, and then yeah. when there was a replay, I was like, "What is that a joke?" Well, he's not getting his usual mid-range shots, so these you know blocks and defensive those plays things will all beautiful. and if they play like this those will be contained like one yeah. night someone else will have an off night sure. and then baka will will step up as he did yeah. in game two and game three like yeah. he's had those nights where he's played well they're just steady yeah. right now last night was steady and i love that and every and i'm glad the raptors are doing this because the other power teams in the east are doing it too boston's already swept indiana yeah. you have yes. uh philly's about to beat brooklyn i think brooklyn has no chance now they're in philly i think game five is being taken i was Severely disappointed that Philly or that Brooklyn lost that. Oh, I, that was it, a it sucks. And then you look at obviously Milwaukee's well, going to sweep call tonight. Too. There was a missed call, miss foul. Or remember when the well, three guys swarmed? Uh, I actually that? didn't watch that oh. particular game. Yeah, no, there was a the, on the minute report it came out there was a missed call, so they should have had another possession. Yeah, well, I, the, if you look at it, actually, the weakest team of the Big Four would have been Philly through this in For terms sure. of how they've played Brooklyn. So I'm thrilled we met or we Well, I'd rather play like, them than Boston or Milwaukee oh in the second God. round. Can you imagine that? The the on inside the NBA last night they were saying like these next this second round series are like it's fun. They're finals. big, yeah. These are gonna be Yeah, good. these are gonna be a lot of fun. And let Boston and Milwaukee beat each other up. I hope that goes yeah. to seven. Oh, I hope too. it's physical. Me too. Who you got? I think Milwaukee. Yeah. I I, I think Milwaukee's winning at six. Yeah, I, I think they are. I wouldn't argue with you. 
I just and, uh, Boston. I don't think is it, they don't have the headspace to win on the road. And what about the Philly Toronto series? How many games do you see that going? We, I think we win in six. Yeah, me too. I think uh, we match up so well against them. Come on, Blair, you're dying to see. This something. is where it all comes back. Just we have to, we do have to keep in mind that we're not really playing a, a real basketball team right now. I mean, again, they're respectable, but they're not. They don't. They're they're not meant to be here. Mm-hmm. Philly's, you know. Philly's a team that's proven that they can win basketball games. It doesn't, you know, they're up, what are they, 3 nothing or 3-1 right now? 3-1. 3-1. And, you know, they showed last year that that's a core group that can play in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think uh, this year it's going to be tough. I mean, we, we know how good their starting five can be. Uh, but but I just bench. I just, I, I'm not even going to put, I'm not even going to put a guess on the board for that because... As much as I love, as much as I love Kawhi, I still think that Lowry can struggle significantly in that series when you put him against that defense. I think they're going to be an excellent matchup. Um, but like everything from last night shows that if Lowry isn't scoring, if he's not an offensive threat, we have so many. Other it doesn't. People. It's not about the scoring and so much. I think that they're going to. I think that they're more equipped to slow him down on okay. all the other things that he does as he, well. He is excellent defensively. Like that guy's taken more charges than anyone in the for NBA. For sure, for sure. And and again, you're 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 talking about a different type of style that they're going to play. They're going to slow the, the the game down. A lot of half court offense. Yeah. And you know that's not really a you know you can get charges on that, but it's not a running gun type of type of a play. So I'm interested to see how it's going to go. We always know that we match up well with Philly. They struggle with us. Yeah. I do like the addition of Gasol for Embiid. I think that we're, we we really match up well against their pieces and. Kawhi, as we know, absolutely dominates um, yeah. uh, against uh, uh, Simmons. So, Our you know, there's a, there's a lot of good things going on. I, I mean, again, we, we we're set up. We had a very, a very good path right now in front of us. Obviously, having home court in that second round is going to be huge for us. Uh, but again, let's not get ahead of ourselves because I think, we, you know, we 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 like what we see, but we also have to be conscious about who we're playing against right now. This is basically a warm up for the playoffs, which is about to start next round. Well, I think Orlando is, they have a tough interior defensive unit and they don't really foul. And so if you look at the game last night, like why? Yeah, but Kawhi went to work inside, and then the rest of the Raptors I don't think you can suit. literally put anything. Uh, no, Philly is I, complete different realm. I'm just saying, like Leonard and Lowry are so good at collapsing the defense with their dribble penetration, and once outside shots went down with the Magic, they just had to. Pick well, their here's poison. here's what I'm afraid of: is that last night you saw Kyle drive. Like, how has Kyle been successful the past few games? He's been more aggressive driving. Absolutely. What if Philly shuts down his driving and he goes back to shooting threes? I don't think he will. What if he can't drive? What if they shut him down? I this is the thing you got pass to the open man. Well, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how Kyle Lowry is in that series. Yeah. Well, it's, I think yeah. it, a lot. I guess of we're talking here. The series isn't officially done, guys. Maybe Orlando makes a run. Don't don't jinx it. <laughs> I think also the bench is going to be a huge factor in a Philly series, just because Philly literally has no bench at all. Maybe G League squad, but. No, they'll, um, they'll play two guys off the bench. Yeah, but we don't have the bench mob of last year. But if the backups can come out, even during those minutes, then the starters will often take care of the rest. Like, even just a few minutes. The only they, reason they can play, I think, say, 10 solid minutes. Here's the only reason I think that the Raptors will beat Philly, and I'm putting it at six games, is that Joel Embiid is not 100% healthy. No. That is the only If he was 100% healthy, I'd say I don't know where the series is going to go. I think he's a superstar. Yeah. 
I think that he is. Oh, no doubt. He is almost impossible to guard, and he's he will be a defensive player of the year at some yeah. point. Like, he's going to be an MVP candidate for years and years and years to come. He is apparently Embiid has severe tendonitis. He does. And, he's, yeah, he's the only healthy. downside to him is he's injury prone. That's I the only thing. I think we could beat them healthy though. Like I, I think we could, but I think I would say the I would say the same thing as Blair right now. If he was one hundred percent healthy, I'd be like, I don't know if we're going to win that series. I'd I'd be like I wouldn't put a number on it or anything like that or put a game. I disagree. I think the Raptors have found their rhythm at the perfect. And in the playoffs too, you don't care about playing the starters. If everyone's healthy, like you, guess what? These guys are these are fine-tuned athletes that should be able to play forty minutes a night. There's no way they're going to play um, and be that many minutes. They've almost. I know they can't. The no, I get it. I, that's why he's not healthy. If he was, that's all I'm saying is that you oh, don't yeah. need a deep bench. Like if you look at the playoffs in the past, in most years, you're playing two, three guys max. It's true. Max. Yeah. No, I believe it. All right, so anything else happening in the league? That is- uh, no, we can discuss the Western Conference. Ooh. Last thing I want to say, because we've, we've talked about him a shockingly low amount, but Siakam. <laughs> how good is Pascal Siakam? Oh, I mean, I'm, the box score, you know, he's 60 to 70% from the field on a reasonable volume of shooting now. What an amazing, amazing person to be able to add as a third piece. You talk about like a, uh, a triplets, right? And, and this guy's coming into his own. If we can keep, again, I don't necessarily know what to do next year because obviously Van Vliet's not a starting point guard in the league, but I don't, I don't love Kyle Lowry. He's going to get worse, not going to get better. So if you, if you have Leonard, you need somebody else and Van Vliet, and you have your triplets that are yeah. – that core right there Especially is Especially if they special. go after Bradley Beal. If they can work a package of like Norm Powell, Serge – and to get a guy like Bradley Beal, oh my God! It's uh, when I look at it. So Tracy McGrady came out recently and uh, said, you know, Pascal shouldn't get most improved player just because he's playing more. Tracy's an idiot. I can't believe how much he just downplayed his significance and how. Uh, well, Tracy McGrady really has to come up with some better arguments for things because he's really sounding like an idiot. He really is. He, it's like, did you even watch him play? Yeah. And guess what? He's on a good team. You cannot, you cannot get on. This is a good basketball team. You don't just get handed more minutes. He and Leonard. You're an idiot, McGrady. Sorry. He and Leonard, I'm sorry, literally eviscerated the magic on both ends of the floor last night and to pull away in the first half. He, I mean, he can do it all. Corner threes, alley-oops, attacking off the dribble. His evolution is on full display. The league is on notice. Yeah, I mean, McGrady needs to shut his mouth a little. You know, first of all, it's the worst time to speak because we're not we're talking about an amazing regular season, which is now carried over into a spectacular playoffs. Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if he was struggling in the first round, you can sort of make an argument. When do you? Why would you open your mouth when he's literally he's he's exceeding even what he did in the regular season? He's averaging thirty nine minutes a game. Uh, he's shooting fifty four percent from the field. He's averaging 22.3 points, nine rebounds, and three assists a game. Yeah, Almost one block. Like, like yeah. 0.8 turnovers. He's not turning. He's protecting the basketball. Two personal fouls. He's unreal. I mean, he's an aggressive defender, and he's got two personal fouls. You know, he's, he's playing in the paint. He's a wing. He's a wing guarder. This is the only thing that you want him to improve on is three-point percentage. He's still shooting 30%. Oh, it's know. not great, but that's a, his struggling – is our like that? That for us would be like if if Lowry was shooting thirty yeah. percent from three, I'd be like, wow, this guy's really improved his game. 
You know, he's shooting 30% from three. That's the only thing that we can nitpick at. Yeah. What an amazing, amazing, again, it's round one. What a draft, but the beautiful, what a development. The like, beautiful part about Siakam is that I trust that he'll continue this. Maybe oh. he'll have an, an off game. He's consistently good. He's how you win in the playoffs, having a player Absolutely. like him. He's probably the most exciting player. Well, here, I'll tell you. So, right so my good friend, Pat Harris, uh, for years, I, I could be getting... the one that lives in my building? He does. Oh, okay. So I could be... Um, I could be wrong in this, but I believe his personal trainer that he was using is good friend. Like she was training like Bruno Caboclo, like, like all those guys. So he's at parties with them and uh, he was talking to Siakam. This was like three or four years ago. Well, actually three years ago. And he's sitting there talking with Siakam and uh, he goes, hey, do you want to drink? And he goes, no, no, I'm okay. And I quit drinking. And he goes, oh, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, I just really want to focus. He goes, yeah. I'm going to be in the starting lineup. He's that was three years ago. So that guy, look at the commitment he made, decision he made of what he wants and his goals. Yeah. And you have the nerve, Tracy, to say he just got more minutes, like he's playing in some shitty basketball team. I know. Like he just got, like you're honestly, you're such garbage. First round loser. I hate you, Tracy McGrady. I mean. She also looks like he's 90. Like, yeah, like uh, just yeah. shut your mouth. Yeah. And well, the thing is, well, the um, Mic drop. Most, oh like, my God. you look at most NBA players, most of their stardom will come in waves or in increments. Siakam has been like a full-on tidal wave, and they're one of the best teams in the NBA, and he's clearly emerged as one of the primary, primary reasons why. And uh, The guy's I mean, a horse, too. 39 minutes a game, they're just yeah. riding this guy. He doesn't like, even look tired. No. It's crazy. And how he's managed the pressure of these first three um, playoff games, I mean... Him and I think he's a huge recruiting tool for. Uh, I just fly. love seeing the uptick in his field goal attempts. Like they're, they're actually what 24, 16, 20, 14. Like they're really, they're, they're, he's, a, he's a focal point. Remember what we said at the beginning of this or, or partway through the season? We're like the up and down of his shot volume was concerning. Like some games he would dominate, some games he wasn't there. The fact that they're integrating him game after game after game as a focal part of the yeah, offense, this sure. to me is a huge part of their success. And he is a matchup impossibility. It doesn't matter who you put on him. It's very true. He can guard everybody. He can guard everyone, and you can't guard him. Who, who are you going to put on him? You're going to put a big on him? He's going to blow by them. You're going to put a small totally. guy on him? He's going to shoot over them or bully them. So he's one of those guys when you're looking for consistency in the playoffs where you don't get it necessarily from Lowry, where you don't get it from Van Vliet, you don't get it from Norman Powell, you obviously get it from Leonard, and you yeah. absolutely get it from Siakam, and that to me is a huge difference because who did we have last year? Yeah, who we do we have the year before? Right. We had DeRozan and Lowry, the most inconsistent players ever, and we didn't have one rock in that lineup. They consistently, and even with like Ibaka's hit or miss, Gasol's going to sh- score two and then t- 15 so to have these, like, I, I, the importance of this person yeah. in our lineup, to me, if we go anywhere, it's, it's you know, obviously Leonard, but this to me is almost, it's the guy you don't talk about that much, but he might be the most important player well, on the team. you just said it. Players need to, you know, prep for him. They probably will double him in the next series. That opens up how many more shooters? Exactly. Like, it's just. That's a good point. He's, oh, I love him so much. He's a Raptor for life. Well, I just replaced my hate on Lowry with hate on McGrady, so I'll just I'll focus on that the next next while. <laughs> All right. So, do you want to touch on the other series in the West? Western Conference. Pretty... Go Spurs. Yeah, uh, no, I I was I was thinking that they would struggle or Denver would struggle against them. San Antonio is a good home team, but they Denver looked pretty good. I think they're going to be the one upset. 
for sure. I don't th- for sure. No, I think Denver's winning that series now. No, now that they won game. Expert. Now that they won game four and showed they can beat them at home. I think Denver's taking that series. Well, I think a huge part of that was the fact that DeRozan lost his temper and got himself booted. Well, no, I mean they were already down by like fifteen points when he got ejected. It's not yeah, like it was a critical still, part in the game. I don't know. I I just love that whole organization. Raptors South. <laughs> For for me, I think the the biggest thing, and again, we've seen this all year. We've seen the chinks in the armor, but Golden State's obviously beatable. They've won obviously the last few games, but but they are beatable. And Clay Thompson went off. Yeah, Clay. I mean, again, they're they're dangerous. I still think they're the best team. But Houston, Houston is Houston should have beat Golden State last year. I actually have Houston coming out of the. I think so too. I think I think that they they've got Houston has a. That's gonna be a great. Houston's series. got a good mentality. They're, they've lost, but they don't seem like losers. They don't have that same like. You look in their eyes, and they just look like they're 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 bullies, and they're gonna win. What what I can't stand, I hate the beard. I I mean, <laughs> listen, I appreciate it, yeah. but when the Raptors play against it, it's it makes me gag. I hate it. It looks it looks slow. He looks slow, but he blows by you. Yeah. The step backs are so infuriating. It's all if if we. This year, make it to the the NBA Finals, and we have to watch that for however many games that we're able to see it. It's gonna break my heart. At least the at least the at least Golden State plays this beautiful movement basketball, and you know it, it, it's it's I, annoying because they've 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 got the super team. But watching watching the beards yeah. ridiculous. Did you see how uh, what's what's his name was guarding there at Rubio he's standing insane. behind him? Yeah, he's crazy. No, but it's but that's what he's, he's made the game, but he's, that's what he's made the game with that with yeah. that move and it tra- it's a travel. Like they need to almost stop this he's stop the, what's the, going on. The, the best defensive player I think in the history. He's unbelievable. History of the game? No, 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 no. One of one of top 3. He's amazing. He's created a new way of he has. He's unguardable. He's unbelievable. But the <sighs> thing that bugged me is the other night, um, he went 0 for 15 in the first. So, half. I mean, I've never seen that happen before. But then he still, I mean, third quarter, he blitzed them. It was insane. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Uh, he you're right. He's. I mean, he's offensively, he's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think we match I up better. I hate watching playing. I hate. I hate watching it. I can't I, stand it. I think we have a better chance of beating Golden State than we. I think we were. We're built to well, beat we got, Golden State. We got like really. Houston's gonna be a problem. Cranked the two times we played them. It was. It just looked embarrassing. But if they pull out that defense they did the past few games, I mean that is elite, elite defense. We're talking Orlando though. <laughs> we're talking Orlando. No, not no. to not to throw the negative shade on there, but it's. I like the where they're going, but. Yeah. You're talking now the greatest offensive player of all time, and yeah. in your opinion, it'd be fun to see him go. Him and Kawhi go one on one. We'll see how Kawhi guards them. Be interesting. But then they can switch second too. So, all yep. right, are we good? Do we have anything else? I don't think so. That's yeah. it. Perfect. Do we have? Should we get, be getting people to email in with anything, or what? Well. What is our email again? <laughs> Rapsrant at gmail.com. I think we're going to have Doug Smith on a episode very soon. Good. We're going to go down to Scotiabank Arena and uh, interview him. So I think that'll be awesome. Done. That's amazing. Yeah, so we'll keep you posted. Well, our next one will be after the series win or you think after the game one loss? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to, you know, say Raptors are going to get any more game ones. It seems to be a curse. I don't <laughs> 
scary. Well, if they're playing Philly and they lose game one, I'll be very concerned. You'll feel you'll yeah. you'll you'll hear the rage. But you know what? You have to think like you have to look at the the reaction to after they dropped one game. They really came back and have won the past three, probably four. Yeah. And that's encouraging. So I feel like it may be a new era for game ones. Okay. All yeah. right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Oh. Shout out to my brother who got really pissed. I only said mom and dad on my last one. Why you left it to the last? Last second. <laughs> Love you, Kev. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>